Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's spookiest podcast. Ooh. Every time. <laughs> Hold on to your dookie. It's about all to be right. spooky. Oh, all right, everybody. Welcome. As always, I'm Nicholas. I'm joined by, well, two men coming off of a quite the bender and needing to be talked off the ledge. Jeremy and Justin. Hello. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, D- disclosure: That's hypothetical. Jeremy did not fall off the wagon. Okay, that's that is true. true. I, was, I was just, I was just trying to be funny. I did. I, I went on a food to, bender. I didn't mean to imply anything. I he apologize. Went, he went and got those discount little debbies. Yeah. Went, went, went back up to the uh, the comic book show, uh, show and uh, bought bought way too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about that before we get into the werewolves. Uh, I mean, we can. I mean, if there's you know, much. I mean, is there much to say? <laughs> uh, I mean, we went to a comic book show at the mall uh, at the Brookfield Square Mall yesterday. The three of us did a. I mean, I guess it was sort of podcast related, but I mean, it was one of the rare times the three of us hung out, just not doing specific podcast related activities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, good good times for all. It was it was fun. We took yeah, we took Justin to Chick Fil A for the first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the streak is dead. And they almost, got t- al- almost thirty five and a half years, <laughs> and they got two names wrong. <laughs> they did. Um, I actually, I guess I should have announced that my name is now Lucas. Yep, and I'm Jim. John. John is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess we need to enunciate better, or they need to. Open up their ear holes over at it, that Chick Fil A. It, it was busy. It was loud. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. I got delicious Chick Fil A, so I'm not going to complain. That's, Lucas, yeah, Lucas and I mean, John over here. I'll okay. be whoever you want me to be as long as <laughs> right. there's food. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm going to take a note of that. <laughs> since they got nothing else wrong with the order, I'll I'll live with it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wanted to oh so go ahead. I was gonna say I'm not gonna be one of those Karen's online. Everything was great about Chick-fil-A, except for <laughs> they called me the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give you a compliment, by the way, about yesterday. I thought you were just a boss on the road. <laughs> it was okay. impressive. Like when we were first of all, when we were in the lot of Brookfield. And going into the Chick Fil A, I would have been freaking out. Like that lot is so narrow, and there's so much fucking shit going on in there. I would have been like, if you guys were trying to talk to me, I would have been like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> then when we were going to Jones Grocery Store, and that dude just honked at you, and you're just like, fuck you. <laughs> that you like just took it so well. Like that would have ruined my day. <laughs> I'm, I'm I would have just... let that get to me. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I I mean I guess I've been driving just that much longer, but like growing up in in Atlanta where, you know, traffic is is the norm, not the, you know, 
Like yeah. here, traffic is the exception. Like, yeah. it, you know, unless you're in downtown Milwaukee, like Atlanta, like pretty much there's traffic everywhere. So you just have to learn how to live with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, I just don't stress when I'm behind the wheel. So, and when you honk at me for no reason, I'm going to flip your fucking ass off. <laughs> right. No, I get, I understand it. And I totally, I mean, I would do the same too, but I don't know. I would like just, I, that, that would have, it would have set me a lot more. <laughs> I, I will say, I don't, I will say, I don't have, I don't have road rage, but if you pass me, in a situation where I don't believe I should be passed, yeah. I'm probably flipping you. Off. I I think I've yes, he has off. road temper. <laughs> I, I think I flip people off way too fast when I'm behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> but like uh, I like I don't. I'm not like there was a guy I worked with at Sleep Number um, uh-huh. who had like a scary amount of road rage. Like it was like worrisome level. Like when we were in the car, like just like. Like the kind of like his face would get red. Like you would just be like, this guy's about to like, you know, pass out from anger. Like he, just, <laughs> it was, it was scary. Yeah. Like, He's going to uh, get out and stab somebody. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it really was like, I, I'm you know, glad we're at work. So he's not allowed to carry a weapon because yeah. we were, we were about to, we were about to see some shit. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that, oh, yeah. and I, I'm probably overly confident in the size I am of a person. So if somebody like, tries to confront me mm-hmm. like you know i know six foot one is not that large but like you know i'm six foot one three seventy ish like if you see me you're probably not going to want to fuck with me that's true like, yeah does that mean i'm good at, good at fighting absolutely not but <laughs> but it doesn't matter i'm Obviously. relatively physically imposing i get that so there's probably a, a overwhelming confidence that i shouldn't have <laughs> well yeah, but I, I was impressed. I, I know who I'm calling on if I need like a driver for the apocalypse. You're definitely okay. first on my list. Sweet, I have a job now. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Well, um, maybe uh, I did keep take the card for that one artist whose name I don't remember. Oh yeah. Uh, who Rich drew all the Kislowski. Yeah, who who drew all the Betty and Veronica and Archie fighting predator stuff and Sharknado and, and Sharknado. So uh, maybe we'll contact him and see if he will uh, join us as a guest one episode. I don't know, but you know, that, that's you never neither know. here nor there. That's neither here nor there. So look forward to maybe never hearing about that again. Um, <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything you guys want to point out from the comic uh, book festival or or do we want to uh the only the only thing i would like to point out is i should have been nicer to my toys (laughs) apparently they are worth some money you know i've i've thought about that when i go to places like that i see all the gi joe figures and i'm like man look at all the money that i would have had and i'm like but when i think back to my childhood like I think of nothing but fond mem- like the GI Joe figures and the Transformers, and and like all of those fond memories I have of like either playing with my friends or just being in my room and like having like all out like Transformer GI Joe wars and mm-hmm. like I wouldn't give any of that up for a second just to have like a hundred bucks because I have the original Storm Shadow. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, that's nice. I mean, yeah. 
So, you know, either they had sad childhoods or they had really good childhoods because mom and dad bought them two or three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. True, true, true. But my toys were played with and, and well used because I was a kid and I wanted to have fun. Right. Like, who was thinking of that? <laughs> Everyone was, most kids I knew were just like all in it for the fun, too. And that and at once 80s, thinking. Yeah. yeah at one, at no, at no point in the 80s did I think my, uh, my Cobra Commander G.I. Joe action figure is going to be worth, you know, however many hundreds of dollars in the future. <laughs> I should probably take care to keep him, you know. Right. I right. Was, like, as soon as I got that, you know, you know, Zartan or whatever character, I'd rip that out of the blister pack and just immediately, you're into war, buddy. Yeah, most, <laughs> most of the time in the car. Yeah, like, I mean, if the guns made it home, it was amazing because they got the, <laughs> the, yeah. the floorboards of my dad, my dad's Honda Civic were probably littered with plastic, you know, tiny two-inch plastic weapons. <laughs> full, full arsenal. Yeah. All right. Well, so today's topic and the, well, was originally scheduled to be the last episode of our themed episodes. We might have to come up with a new one, but I have some pitches to throw out there. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to that later. We are going to talk about werewolves, but I want to start before we get, (laughs) before we break down werewolves, get into the history and and some of the pop culture stuff. I want to talk about werewolf by night. Mm. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say, honestly, that's one of the top best things I've seen Marvel do yet. Like, I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah. Agreed. You know, I would, I would put that right up there with the three Captain America movies and the second two Thor movies. Like, I mean, it is, I mean, you know, I, I, I would, I wanted to say top three, but then I got to thinking like winter soldier and, Civil War and Avenger, like I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, it it's probably the best Disney Plus thing they've done. Yeah, yes. that's for sure. I mean, that's not to take away from how good Falcon and Winter Soldier was, but it is, I mean, hands far and away better than than like what Moon Knight was or or some of the other stuff. Not to say that Moon Knight was bad. It was just like I want more Werewolf by Night. I do, I do like the idea of maybe just doing specials, not like a 10-episode season. You know, like maybe two or three a year, like, you know, Halloween-themed and you know, maybe some other holiday. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was like a really good length. Like, was it 55 minutes or something for the whole yeah, special? I mean, I, yeah, it could have been. I, I could have gone with maybe, you know, 15, 20 minutes more. But, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't like at the end of it, I wasn't like, but uh, uh, no, mm. like they... They edited it really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and, would be cool to see more. I would like to like see follow-ups, like you said, like maybe different I'll, specials each year. I would like to see more with Ted. Yes. <laughs> um, having having actually sat down and recently watched Man Thing, uh, the original like 94, 95 uh, Marvel movie, uh, Good God is that awful. Uh, don't just do, do your so i know we talked about it a month or so ago when we did like worst comic book movie bracket mm-hmm. uh we were we were probably wrong in where we voted for that one because it is oh wow was it bad 
Um, so the like 35 seconds that man thing was on screen in uh, werewolf by night was so far and away much better than the, the hour and a half movie that they did. <laughs> it's not even close. Um, Feige said that the special is going to, in, has introduced a part of the MCU that is going to become very important later on. Really? Yes. Wow, that's cool. That's the that's the official statement. The rest of the following is uh, pure supposition on my part. My guess that means with the blade with Blade coming and now Jack Russell, as well as Moon Knight, Man Thing in that Doctor Strange movie, the mul- uh, Multiverse of Madness, uh, we are headed more into the supernatural than we've already been. Um, uh, I would love to see like an Elsa Bloodstone series where like, it's like a month, like kind of like an X-Files, like where she's like the monster of the week. Like not every monster she hunts is bad. Sometimes they're good. Like she's, some of them she's helping some of them she's hurting, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I didn't catch every monster that they put up on the, on the, the heads on the walls. But they clearly, I mean, we already know the Blade is coming. So we know that vampires are in the MCU. But that put it on Front Street. Vampires are in the MCU. The Wendigo, Wendigo is part of the MCU. Like, I mean, he fought the Hulk. He fought Wolverine. But now we know for a fact he's there. Um, you know, so there, there's a lot of the darker corners of the Marvel Universe that, that you know, could be coming our way. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. And and I mean, I know the blood the blade movie just got pushed back a few months because their director quit. Um normally I would be like, man, like if this was DC, I'd just be like, well, this is just further proof that DC doesn't know what they're doing. But so <laughs> far, every time uh Marvel has had a director quit, like the movie that has come out after that has just been really like Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Like I love Edgar Wright. But what Peyton Reed did with Ant Man was like, okay, well, that was awesome. Like, mm. you know, Scott Derrickson was the first um, Doctor Strange, and he, that was a good movie. But like, he quit halfway through production, and uh, Sam Raimi took over. And Sam Raimi made a much better Doctor Strange movie for the second one than the first one. So, like, there there seems to be a history of. I quit over creative differences and like we get a better movie because of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, well, we got to wait six more months to get blade, but you know, who knows, you know, we, we might get a better movie out of it. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, well, what did, what did you guys think? You guys catch anything you, you wanted to bring up? No, not really. No, yeah. The only thing that I actually questioned was when the, uh, was it the bloodstone got mm-hmm. ripped off of Ted? Like if he knows he's a werewolf, why did he try to pick that up? Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. Maybe he thought because he wasn't in werewolf form, it wouldn't affect him. That was one of the only things I thought. I was like, why did you try to pick that up and not just be like, Oh, pick that. It's yours. Maybe I guess it worked to further the story, but that, that was my only thought. Yeah. Did you guys like the black and white? Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, I, I, and I like when they when they kind of just slowly faded the color at the end. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I like when a lot of shows do that noir kind of theme. Yeah, shows or movies. 
Like, yeah. I don't necessarily know if, like, in the future going forward, I want to see a black and white, you know, special every time. But in, in that situation, like, to introduce the, you know, that that whole thing, like, yeah. I thought yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. Oh, I'll also say that I thought the soundtrack was actually very cool, too. I know they looped a lot of the same, like, melody with different variety throughout the, the, uh, the special. And, uh, yeah, I thought that even had more to it, too just really it was cool i had no expectations i never really do when i watch any marvel stuff but like, yeah especially those always, things that we don't know much about yeah right. like yeah this is definitely was I mean, one yeah i going in i knew that um uh, and it's always this has always bugged me a little bit that werewolf by night first off it's just a stupid name um where <laughs> because werewolf by day is taken that i guess <laughs> but his like his his name is jack russell so werewolf by night is his like alter ego kind of like bruce wayne batman mm-hmm. but so you named the wolfman jack russell yeah that's weird <laughs> come on <laughs> a little on the nose there yeah i'm on the snout if you will <laughs> <laughs> but i mean he's he's i he's one of the characters that back in the day when there was the comic code was difficult for them. And maybe that's why they called him werewolf by night, because I know like Marv Wolfman, whose actual last name is Wolfman, um, had a hard time with the comic code because like, they were like, well, you can't use that word. Like, that's my actual name. Like, it's not a screen name. It's not a, it's not a pin name. Like it's like my birth name. Uh-huh. Like they they I I think Marv Wolfman tended to stick to DC, uh, but like they had to fight the comic code for that guy's last name. So <laughs> so Werewolf by Night probably would have been a title that Marvel struggled with under the comic code because he's not. It's not a new character. It's not something they just come up with in the last you know couple of years. This wasn't something they introduced just for this special. I mean, he's been around for a long time. Right. Right. Um, I did think it's strange, although at the same time, like because they only had an hour, um, every one of the hunters, other than Elsa Bloodstone and Jack Russell, were pure inventions for the show. Hmm. None of them were were previous characters. So, but again, like when you only are giving yourself an hour, do you really want to introduce like? eight brand new characters into the Marvel universe. Yeah. Plus <laughs> I think, I think with them like killing off all the hunters, right. I mean, they, yeah. they don't want to be like, Oh, there's this guy and someone to be like, Oh, I'm a fan of him. All right. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's this character who's got 40 years of just cool backstory. Dead man. Yeah. Thing killed him. <laughs> I think that would have been a little bit of a cool scene to extend more of was like the whole like hunters going at it. Just yeah. like maybe a little bit more of the battle there. I I hope in the future when we get more specials, they do give us a little bit more of a backstory about like what Man Thing is, where he comes from. Because um, I think he and I mean obviously his name is Ted, but I want to say it's Ted Cassidy. Ted, I don't, I can't uh-huh. remember. But like, because there there's a whole like Man Thing. Man Thing is actually older than Swamp Thing. So Swamp, while Swamp Thing got more popular, um, Swamp Thing is a ripoff of Man Thing. Man Thing to me looks a lot like Cthulhu. That's um, what I thought too. But of course, as my and, and I think the reason that Marvel never sued DC was because 
Um, both of them were actually ripping off some other comic company that doesn't even exist anymore. But who's <laughs> and that's a character who I've completely forgotten. Hmm. But, but yeah, they were like, "Hey, I can't believe you're." Oh wait, we did the exact same thing. So let's just keep quiet so that other company doesn't pay attention to what we're doing over here. <laughs> just. <laughs> Good move. All right. Well, Marvel has graced us with the Werewolf by Night show to bring us into today's topic of werewolves. Thank you, Marvel. Because <laughs> Marvel clearly loves this podcast. <laughs> and this podcast loves, loves DC. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> um, okay, so werewolves ended up oh. being a lot harder to research than I expected. Uh, because the earliest known reference to werewolves were um, from a guy named Patronus, Patronius, who lived from the year 27 to year 66. 27 to 66? Yeah, not, not 1927 or 18. 0, 27? <laughs> like the year 27, back when they were like triple digits. No one will ever live that long. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> right. So the wow. were, werewolves in some form have been around pretty much since the beginning of time. That's insane. That almost like, would tell me that like they're real. <laughs> you know, I'm going to let you make that argument um, here and there, and I'm not going to fight you on it. Um, I mean, if um, it goes back that early and they had, I mean, okay, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> um, the net, the next big references to them, uh, where a little bit more gets laid out is Gervasi of Tilbury who lived in 1150 to 1228. Oh, that's a long time. That's Peter like Francis Gervasi. <laughs> no, that's only 78. That's only 78 years. Yes. Gervasi's great, 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 great. <laughs> um, he apparently wrote a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, but ba- werewolf is uh, lycanthropic. Okay, yeah. The the ability to shift from into a wolf or a wolf hybrid. Um, there's a lot of of people who also talk about like were bears and other animals, but I mean, essentially the wolf is the main thing and is and is the the granddaddy of them all i think everything else has just come along because people are like well if i could transform into a wolf why can't i transfer into a squirrel Mm -hmm. (laughs) right why not well can i ask a question about these gentlemen that wrote about them yes does it does you have information about what they actually said no oh okay What, what they did for a living um they were stand-up philosophers ah, <laughs> so bullshit artists <laughs> bullshit artists <laughs> um so clearly where the the history of werewolves existed long before but it really what we what we consider to be the the main body of the werewolf genre the werewolf you know comes from european folklore um, that's where it really took hold. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say you're right. Like, if Petronius is writing about it somewhere in the year 50, mm-hmm. you know, because I just have his, the age range that he lived, it existed even before that. 
like like vampires like vampires clearly existed before dracula got written but dracula is where we have a starting point saying prior to this vampires were just folklore they were told you know tales told around campfire nobody had ever really done anything right we don't get that with werewolves i think and we'll i'll get to it again a little bit later but i think a lot of it comes from the fact that werewolves or lycanthropy has existed in some form for a very very long time right you know you know even it, it looks like you know i'm guessing if, if they're writing about it you know 50 a.d that there was some form of it in the bc area you know B, bc era well there were um, a lot of hairy dudes back then <laughs> I mean, they, they got a video of this podcast and went, motherfuckers, they're all werewolves in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is weird, though, is that the rise in the belief in werewolves in, in European folklore really closely parallels the rise in belief of witches. Um, much like witches, there were massive werewolf trials starting as early as the 15th century um and then kind of getting and building but really kind of going away in the in the early to mid 18th century so werewolf trials never caught on to the level that the witch trials did and clearly the witch trials kept going you know past you know even the werewolf trials but uh it's very interesting to see there's a lot of parallels even in the stories of like you know what happens to a werewolf and what happens to a witch and what each group is doing um the most famous of the trials and, and i had to write a lot of this down because who went this is crazy this is some crazy shit um peter stump was uh known as the werewolf of bedberg okay he was executed on october 31st 1589 um, so that, that I mean, that just adds to the creepiness. Like, how cool is that? Like, he was executed on Halloween. Oh um, yeah, he is one of the earliest known serial killers. Um, he confessed to eighteen, but because we didn't necessarily have great forensics um, and you know proof of what happens, who knows how many the man actually killed? Um, he claims to have killed and eaten his victims. Um, and to tie into last week's episode, he also claimed that the devil uh, gave him a magic belt that whenever he put the belt on, he would turn into a werewolf and, and do his, his the devil's dirty work. Dude, that's a movie right there. I'm honestly surprised. I, I should have looked it up, but I, I, I've heard the tale of the werewolf of Bedburg, but I can't believe they've never done like a movie. You know? Yeah, it just like lends itself like, so well. Like a from hell version where like you know you're like a you get like a Johnny Depp detective like hunting down the werewolf, like yeah, you know. Um but this is this is where it gets gruesome. And I I wrote this down uh because I wanted to get it right. Uh he was executed in one of the most gruesome ways I've ever heard executing. Most people most executions were hanging, uh crushed by rocks, burned at the stake, just plain, you know, well. Then you wouldn't have been shot, but they would have just chopped your head off. 
But no, apparently they were so grossed out or so disgusted by what this man did. They tied him to a wheel and then ripped his flesh from his body. Um, broke his uh, in, in 10 different places. Then ripped off his arms and legs and broke them with a blunt end of the axe to make sure that he could never uh, come back. Beheaded him. Oh my god! <laughs> and then burned the body. Oh, and then that's... apparently they buried the body extra deep. Wow! How long does all that take? <laughs> that's like an all-day I mean, affair. <laughs> I'm guessing the dude was dead for a long time before they finished with him. Yeah, at that point, it's just mutilation of a corpse. Do you think they took a break to like eat lunch, and then they got back to business, like? After they are done, or just like all, they, oh, no, oh, they just take someone else in. You're up. I, I think once they started, they just went, and then when they were done, they're like, "Did, did we eat today? <laughs> Shit, no, I forgot to. We didn't eat lunch today. Huh. <laughs> Guess we'll have a big dinner then. <laughs> we're just so wrapped up in this. Um, <sighs> and for and for good measure, they also executed his daughter and his mistress. Jeez, well, um, that's uh, a little he, far. He had been involved in an incestuous relationship with his daughter, oh and the mistress had some weird things about her as well. But yeah, they they really wanted to make sure that that, they, that family they, bloodline just ended. Yeah that that was that was done. Um, oh, God, I'd have to put him him on my list of favorite werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just made the number one slot, baby. <laughs> boom. So. Many, actually, pretty much almost every culture has some version of the werewolf legend. Um, There's so many different variations of how you become a werewolf. Uh, it's an inherited thing. It's a bite. It's a curse. It's, you know, they're, they're just, they're so, um, and every, every, and how the transformation happens, why the transformation happens. Um is it a is it just a moonlight thing? Is it a full moon thing? Is it something like you can just do uh, the Native Americans? It's it's a thing that you can just control. The Europeans really seem to be uh, stuck to the the full moon side of it. Uh, but like I said, almost every culture has some form of of lycanthropy. Um, and the one thing that does is consistent across all of them though is it's a curse. Like, it's not like very few. I, I didn't come across any of them that were like, hey, you want to be a werewolf. Like, it's a not a good, like, if you're inflicted with a werewolf thing, it's not good. Like, you've done something bad or bad is up on you. Like, it is not, you know, we have, you know, I'm sure when we get to our favorites, we'll get to the parts where, like, you know, being a werewolf is cool. But, you know, yeah. like, if, if you read the folklore tales and where they come from, I mean, it was definitely scary stories to, uh, well, like all folk tales. I mean, they were, they were morality tales or mm. they were, they were, you know, tales you would tell the kids around the campfire to keep them from going down to the river so they didn't fall in and die. It wasn't because there was actually a Loch Ness monster. You just wanted to keep the kids safe and you had to, you know, you know, like, I mean, ultimately that's what almost all horror stories are anyway. It's, mm -hmm. it's you know, some, something to teach you a lesson, to, to scare you into doing the right thing right um, there is a disease disease called porophoroid 
I don't know why I decided to write big name words down that <laughs> I that can't pronounce. Uh, porphyria. It's a liver disease that has some symptoms of photosensitivity, reddish teeth, and psychosis. Uh, some historians have have said they think that's where some of the legend comes from. People, you know, back in the day didn't have, you know, we got the DSM four or doctors who can look at something and go, oh, well, that's what that is. Back then, they were just like, well, um, he's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, it that one. There's a lot of debate on that one uh, because, like I said, it gives you photosensitivity and reddish teeth and maybe a little bit of a psychosis, but it doesn't really explain the, you know, turning into a wolf or the hair. Um, hypertrichosis, um, a genetic condition which does cause excessive hair. Ah, yes. Um, which even exists today. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, you've seen the, the, Ripley's believe it or not, the family that's full of hair and like they have, you know, their faces are every inch is hair. You know, they've got, you know, they're eight, their beards are bigger than mine and Justin's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You the know. werewolf sisters. Right. Those, you know, they, yeah, yeah. there's a long history of, of, you know, but that's just somebody who's been inflicted with a- excess body hair that doesn't necessarily explain like, so maybe, maybe there were people who uh, were inflicted with both. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what a combo <laughs> or or where where the idea of maybe being bitten by something uh rabies because oh apparently, yeah apparently untreated rabies gives people some pretty gnarly symptoms that would mimic what we have come to de- conflate with re- uh werewolfism right uh the one that some made really was shocking to me but there were several references uh down syndrome hmm yeah, I don't know how historians are like oh, uh, the kids with Downs. Yeah, that's where we got werewolves from. That's bizarre. But, <laughs> but again, I mean, you go back in the day, and you know, like I said, you know, we, you know, now we are, you know, we think we're more advanced mm-hmm. just because we happen to know medically what something is. You know, a thousand years ago, somebody with Down syndrome would have been, you know, you know, cursed by God or. You know, the devil, you know, you, you know, the father or the mother did something wrong, you know, maybe, you know, and so, you know, as, as, you know, we've all played the game of telephone. Think about, we the, have. think about the game of telephone, but over a hundred years yeah, without, yeah. without anything being written down. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, I mean, that goes like, that's my belief on like dragons. Like, I think that dragons existed at some point. But not in the form that we say, like not in the Game of Thrones, flying around, shooting fire. I think that humans existed in the same general time frame where certain dinosaurs existed. Really? Or or certain creatures that like a pterodactyl. A pterodactyl. Some kind of flying dinosaur. Some sort of larger dinosaur, some sort of larger animal. And that story over a hundred years. 200 years has transformed into like you know oh well my great uncle man he he hit a home run that you know won the game to my uncle hit a home you know 40 years later oh my great my great 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 uncle hit five home runs in a game and won the world series by himself you know like mm-hmm. that's so that you take there was some large creatures or a large lizard creature that would 
you know, occasionally create some problems. Mm -hmm. Well, at a certain point, that stops being scary. I'm not scared by that. Well, this creature was 50 foot tall. Oh, I'm not scared by that anymore. It Mm -hmm. could breathe fire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so you just, you start adding and adding and adding. And so who knows if that's where, you know, so, you know, that's where um, I think the werewolf thing really kind of gets weird because it, it is so much older and so much more deep than I thought it was going into this. Um, so werewolves and pop culture. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the part that we care about because we just can't keep going down a history rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> I'm very proud of myself though. Cause we were talking about, well, now I, now I'd have to cut it out anyways. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> uh, Are you okay, Justin? By the way, yeah, I swallow, okay? swallow something weird. I've been okay. eating. I've been eating uh, <clears throat> popcorn. They're not popcorn. Pumpkin seeds. Oh. Ooh. Okay. It's worried about you. All right. <laughs> I, I didn't so, fall over yet, so we're good. <laughs> so, uh, since the earliest known writing of uh, werewolves that we talked about was some guy who died in '66. It is impossible to nail down the pop culture history of werewolves. There's not a singular book like Dracula or Frankenstein or, or any sort of, you know, like this is where that legend comes from. I don't have the Bible to say, well, this is where the devil comes from. I don't. So I, I couldn't find any like singular text that said, this is werewolves. Because it's from reality. Uh, all right so the first movie with werewolf is 1913 holy crap it's it's simply we've already cussed so much in this episode (laughs) have we let's do a clean one okay two two of us um it so it's simply called the werewolf it's about a navajo woman who turns and turns into a werewolf in order to attack white settlers. Um, <laughs> in 1995. That's awesome. In That's ni- cool. Ni- 1995. Sorry. Wow, I really skipped. <laughs> 1935. I say it every week. I need to write cleaner is what it, need, what it comes down to. Um, there was a movie called Werewolf of London. It's considered to be the movie that established what we call, you know, what we have as the werewolf genre uh the silver bullets the turning in the you know in the moonlight the being bit you know the you know the love interest you know all of that everything everything from there everything basically came from that of course then we've got 1941 with the wolfman that's our universal monster that's you know um that's lon cheney jr that's the gold standard Mm -hmm. um there have only been two werewolf movies to win Oscars. Um, you have American Werewolf in London, which I watched yesterday for the first time, and I have to say, recommend. It's it holds up. I mean, it's a movie that was made in 1981, and it was it was all done practically. I mean, it's it's kind of cheesy because it was 1981, but it it I mean, the transformation scene. It's about two minutes, two and a half minutes. It's long. I mean. It's creepy as fuck because you you have the guy like 
I mean, I'm sure we've seen it. I don't know if either one of you have actually seen American Werewolf in London. I have not. No, but I'm guessing I'm guessing you've probably seen the transformation scene because it's just a classic. Like, I mean, it it has the you know the the hands extending, the fingers extending, the nails coming out of the nails, the mouth coming out, the back, like you know the the spine coming out, the hair just growing. Like it is, it's grotesque. It looks like it was painful. Um, it in fact, it was so transformative. They created not just because of it, because it was there was a movie the year before. But uh, the first movie to ever win Best Makeup was American Werewolf in London. They, they created an Oscar that year um, because there was a movie the year before called The Elephant Man that had done some really good stuff. And everybody was like, it didn't get nominated for anything. It should have been nominated for something. So like, all right, the next year we created this. And then American Werewolf in London came out. And we're like, well, that's fucking why. Look at that. <laughs> um so and then in 2010 the wolfman uh the remake with anthony hopkins and benicio del toro also won for best makeup so i mean if you do a werewolf movie with a lot of really good makeup you, you can win yourself an oscar all right well, let's get on that all right <laughs> then as i was doing research i found an entire subgenre of werewolf that i didn't really put two and two together on until I was doing the research. Songs about werewolves. <laughs> All Interesting. Right. All right. There's a lot. Um, we've got Hungry Like a Wolf by Duran Duran. Okay. 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 Of Wolf and Man by Metallica. The Werewolf by Paul Simon. Hmm. Bark at the Moon, Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howling for You, The Black Keys. Oh, yeah. Uh, werewolf baby. Uh, uh, that's werewolf baby. Like, not <laughs> werewolf baby. Like, it's like, it's, there's a, some, there's some punctuation marks in there uh, by Rob Zombie. And then, of okay. course, you have the ultimate classic, Werewolf of London by Warren Zevon. Oh, yeah. That's a good uh, one. Wolf at the Door by Radiohead. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she Wolf by Shakira. Okay. Uh, raised by Wolves, you two. Uh, werewolf, Fiona Apple. Uh, a really strange uh, band that only could have existed when they existed. A uh, punk band in the 70s, early 80s called, called The Cramps. Did a song called I Was a Teenage Werewolf. Hmm. All right. I might have included this one just because I know who she is. But um, are either of you familiar with the singer Cat Power? I no. mean, I've heard of okay. I'm familiar, but okay. She has a song called Werewolf. Um, okay. Wolf Like Me by TV on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howling at the Moon by the Ramones. Wow. Flip <laughs> the page here. <laughs> Wolf Moon by Top Typo Negative. Wolf Among Wolves, uh, Bonnie Prince Billy. Dog Bite by Dead Kennedys. Mm. And Someone's in the Wolf by Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. And those are just the ones that I wrote down because those were bands I was pretty certain we had actually heard of. Or there was some that they were like, well, it's about werewolf. And I was like, I read the lyrics. There was one by Bad Company that they were like, oh, it's about werewolves. And I read the lyrics. I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then a lot of people were trying to say Bad Moon Rising from Creed's Clearwater Revival was. 
And it's I'm not? like, no, no, because like when you read the, it's it's about like Bad Moon Arising is just like there's something bad coming. Like not necessarily sure. werewolves. Like I mean, you right. could you could easily use it in a werewolf movie and make it about werewolves, but I don't think that uh, John Fogarty sat down to write that song and was like, "I'm gonna write a folk a, rock a werewolf song. song. <laughs> I'm gonna write a folk rock song about werewolves." <laughs> but it it was it was shocking. Like how many? Like there was just so many songs about werewolves. Yeah, that's amazing. Because <laughs> that was just the that was. 19 of them and there was another like 10 or so i left off because they just were bands i'd never heard of <laughs> like, that's that's fair because if you haven't heard of them we probably haven't either uh, i don't know you guys are into some music that i'm not into that's so. true we listen yeah. to some weird stuff like when you were in the car the other day talking about how you hated all the music from that era and i was like man that's basically all the music from when i was in high school that was like all bands i probably loved <laughs> well other than lcd sound system i don't remember saying i hated you know, no not hate hates too strong of a word yeah. but you were like i don't like a lot of those i skip a lot of this yeah 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 oh well, and that's and that's where my age is showing yeah you know, you know. yeah we got that a lot of pretty sizable gap i'd say wow so you know but uh and it also depends on the mood like you know like yeah. i've i've recently kind of rediscovered fiona apple and like i was like man i really like well i was telling you like with arctic monkeys like i really missed on arctic monkeys um i also like i, I started listening to fiona apple again and i'm like man did i miss on her mm. like she was so good but I'm not about to sit there and listen to her or I'm at work because that's not like work music. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's, a, that's another, that's a whole nother episode. We'll, we'll get, we'll do, well, maybe we'll do a music episode. Someday. We should. Yeah. yeah. That was the very first episode I think we ever did. Right. Or pretty uh, early on. We did a music episode when we were re- first recording in the, in the first hundred that we don't talk about. Yeah. yeah I'm sure we must probably. have done. We probably did a couple. Yeah, I mean, but we could probably start revisiting those topics, and you know, yeah, it'd be fun. I'm, I don't know if I have that those notebooks anymore, but you know. <laughs> like apple bomb. Um, all right, so what are some of your favorite pop culture werewolves? Who are we starting with this week? Uh, you know what? I think uh, we'll start with you, Justin. Okay, well then I can probably steal a couple off of everyone's list here. Uh. I have Michael J. Fox as Teen Wolf. Oh, well, there goes my number two. On my list. Well, these aren't in order because I write down oh. so many just in case you guys named some. Hmm. But he's definitely in my, probably my top three. I mean, I really liked that movie when I was a kid. I thought the idea of turning into a werewolf and being able to play basketball was really cool. Question. I mean, sir, okay, go on. How long has it been since you watched that movie? Ooh. 20 years okay long time now before i say the next statement i need you to understand that i put him at number two on my list of favorite pop culture werewolves but while i was doing werewolf research i decided to put teen wolf on and watch it okay it's a tough watch it's not is it it's bad now it's it's uh it's i mean it because of the nostalgia i have for it and because I'm a child of the '80s, there I have a love, but I've got to imagine that, like Jeremy, have you ever seen Teen Wolf? 
I don't know if I've seen it like all the way through, but I know specific details of it. And okay. that well, one story so about the extra <laughs> yeah. surfing on the van. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm guessing if we were to take somebody even younger than Jared and show them this movie, they would not appreciate it the way that you and I do. All right. It um it is definitely very much a product of the eighties. <laughs> like it it does not hold up as well as you would want it to. Yeah, that's uh, probably it's, been twenty plus years since I've seen yeah. it. Isn't okay. it weird that they tried to like well not tried, but they made that Teen Wolf show? And it Which, was just like nothing <laughs> other than the name. And like, I think they use some of the character names. Like other than that, I don't think they tried to do anything close to what the show did. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeremy, where do you got one? What's, what's your, well, I'm going to have to say Bray road beast. If that counts as a werewolf uh, on my honorables, <laughs> I had to get that one out there right away because you know, just all right it's pretty on brand i'd say and it's that's one hell of a werewolf there's a lot of lore here in this good old state of wisconsin and i tend to kind of go back and forth on it <laughs> sometimes I, uh, I, th- I think it's real sometimes i'm like i don't know i i didn't put him down because i'm never quite sure it so beast of bray road is supposed to be a werewolf we don't really know you know, oh, okay. it's it's a gray. It's gray because okay. people All have right. described it, it as an upright. It's a dog creature that walks upright, but it's very bulky, like a wolf. So you could make yeah. the argument that uh, it's a werewolf. All right, then. Then in uh, in judgment, I agree. I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So what do we got? Uh, oh, so number you. number one for me. Uh, wasn't number one when I started the research, but then I watched it. Uh, Werewolf by Night, Jack Russell. Like he he shot up to number one on my list um, after watching that special. Right on. Okay. Yeah, that was a good special. I like we were talking about earlier. I really hope they do more with it. And then okay, uh, the other one I have is Shaggy from Scooby Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Okay. Yeah, the cartoon movie. I don't remember what year it came out. Remember that one? No. Shaggy gets cursed to become a werewolf every time there's a full moon, and he's in that uh, that race with all the other monsters. So there's like the Frankenstein's monster, the mummy. No, you have no idea. What I'm, I'm sad about. to By say. Look I, on your I face, don't. Jeremy. I was sad to say I do not know that one, but uh, I I don't think I do either. But what? I'm looking it up now. Scooby Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. There's Maybe just... as it came out in the '80s. Might be on Amazon Prime. I think. Yeah. Anything there, guys? Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't been checking. I've been playing with this gestures thing. Well, I see Nicholas is looking. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. How do I spell reluctant? R E L U C. What made him reluctant? He didn't want to be a werewolf. Oh. He got cursed okay, by, was, by. Did I already ask that? Part. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, 19, 1988. Yeah. Um, it is available on Boomerang. Isn't it on Prime? Uh, yes, because. If you have Boomerang through Prime, okay, it might. So it might be on Prime. Wait, Boomerang I, has its own section on Prime. 
Yeah, like the NFL does. And I think um, my mom subscribed to AMC Plus because there's some show she wants to watch on it. But she did it through Prime, so I now have access to AMC Plus. Nice. So that's kind of cool. Nice. But yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the 19. Yeah, okay. I, cool. I've probably seen it then. I'm just not remembering it. It's probably like my favorite Scooby Doo movie that wow. they did. I'll have to check it out. Casey Kasem was Shaggy. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. For and basically For a long until, time, most of the cartoon as well. I, I didn't know until, that. I think until Matthew Lillard took over in the movies. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I had no idea. That's I why. That. Uh, that's why Shaggy is uh, vegetarian in the cartoons. Oh, because Casey Kasem was vegetarian, and uh, he wouldn't voice the character if they didn't make Shaggy vegetarian. Wow. And they were like, fuck that it, jazz cabbage. Fuck, fuck <laughs> it, it's a cartoon. Who cares? Sure, he's a vegetarian. Jazz cabbage. <laughs> yeah, he does love jazz cabbage. Yes. That, that's probably my number one, two, one A, one B, however you want to put it. Okay. okay. Um, I'm glad I introduced you guys into something new. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with You Go the Wolf from Bloody Roar, baby. <laughs> The old video game? Yeah. Bloody Roar was a fighting game where uh, humans, their ultimate was to take form of a beast. And Hugo the Wolf was sort of like the main uh, protagonist from the series. He was like the cover guy. And like he really got the asses in the seats. He was like the big mascot. And uh, his beast form was the wolf. And he looked kind of like a traditional werewolf. I mean... He kind of had like the gray fur, red eyes. So, Bloody Roar. It was it was a hell of a game. I grew up playing it quite a bit. Got my ass kicked pretty often in my sister's room because I think it was on. I want to say Genesis. I think Sega. Yeah, it was a okay. Sega thing. I always confuse that and Killer Instinct for some reason. Yeah, they have the very similar like yeah. kind of yeah. But yeah, so that's my number two. Um. My two was Team Wolf, so right. Do you want to move on to three? Yeah, let's move on to three. Oh, you oh, want me to do I, my I meant three? You or? and then you could just. Oh, okay. Then maybe. Um, have you guys it. ever seen a movie called Big Fish? I, I have Parts seen of it. it I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tim Burton movie. Yeah, there, yeah. there was a there was a scene in the middle where like he friend befriended a werewolf and like yeah, there was, he was at the cert. I love Big Fish. I I think it's a really underrated Tim Burton movie, mm-hmm. um, and and so I put that on my number three, like the werewolf from that. Nice, it's a good pick. Probably more because I just I think that Big Fish doesn't get enough love. Yeah. All right. Uh, probably number. Th- let's see. Going on this list out. Jeremy took the Beast of Bray Road. That was my number three. So I'll take one off my honorable mentions, and uh, we'll go with Ned Flanders. <laughs> from from the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 10. Wow, two weeks in a row for Ned yes. Flanders. <laughs> where where Homer is eating, oh, I don't remember what cereal he's eating. Sugar smacks or something. And he sings oh. that song. I guess I got the I guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. And he hits Flanders. Can I ask you a question? 
it's a little it's, it's slightly off topic but go for it okay do, I, do you when you do your list or like say for instance this character ned flanders yes. are you going off of memory from this from yes wow that's impressive i pulled that like, yeah. i i have no recollection really of any of the tree house of horrors <laughs> unless you like told me what happens in them I'm, I mean, I, we, we I did remember our top good... Treehouse of Horrors last year, so I did rewatch them all. Okay, that's yeah, that's true. But I mean, so, a, a lot of the stuff I just pull out of my memory. That's impressive. Now, now I, to be, I, I can't tell you like my address sometimes, but I I could pull this crap out of nowhere. <laughs> Since we've been doing this, this is you know what seventh or eighth of the the Halloween themed episodes. Have we? Uh, has at least one of us name checked uh, a Treehouse of Horror character in every one as one of our favorites or honorable mention? Quite possibly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, they've I'm done just, how many years of them? It started in the I second mean, year of The Simpsons. They're up to like 30 something, which means yeah. the new Treehouse of Horror is probably, well, it's, it's going to be too late for us to talk about it because I think it's like airing. Like if they continue with tradition, it'll be airing on the thirtieth, because uh, Halloween is a Monday this year. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we're we we already have the you know we'll already have those last couple episodes in the bag when that thing is when that thing right. is airing. So, yeah, and that'll that'll be Treehouse of Horror like thirty four, thirty three. <laughs> That's nuts. So there, there's probably not one that we're going to do a topic on that we can't have a reference to right right yes. yeah, true, yeah. True, true. but anyways i feel like I, I just cut you off there i'm sorry you could continue if you had more on the this no, that's about it i i remember the song from that one that's how i always remember that mm. Mm. Like there's those little bits that help me remember gotcha yeah some of this stuff but yeah most of it i just pull out of my my brain <laughs> yeah right I'm, I'm not too far off in that because you know, like you said, can't remember your own address, but <laughs> the Shinnin, don't you mean the Shining? Oh, quite boy, you want to get us sued? <laughs> the Shinnin. The Shinnin. Yeah, I guess there are like some like little segments that I could pull out. There's like like the mascot ones. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. don't look. Yeah. Just don't look. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on to Jeremy. Uh I'm gonna have to say I'm surprised it didn't come up yet, but werewolf for mitzvah. On my honorable mention. Okay. Spooky scary. Something what? something. Werewolf for mitzvah, you... spooky scary, boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Uh you unfamiliar? Um I'm I'm wholly unfamiliar with uh, it's uh 30 Rock. Oh Tracy Morgan's character, Tracy Jordan. Has that song called Werewolf Bar Mitzvah? Oh, okay. I I watched Thirty Rock. I like Thirty Rock. I just wow. I can't. I completely blank. Yeah. Whole okay. Wow. I mean, it yeah. was like a just like a few second thing. <laughs> but yeah. Um, somehow jingle. that never. Somehow that never came up in my songs about werewolves. I was surprised you didn't mention it. I was research. waiting. I was, I was waiting for you to say it. How did songs. that not come up in any of my werewolf research? Yeah, I was surprised. I'm, I am disappointed with my werewolf research. <laughs> I let you guys down. I'm sorry. You know what? It's okay. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Yeah. Uh, so we get, I got a couple honorable mentions that somehow nobody's mentioned. Um, obviously I, I couldn't put it in, in my top, but I, I wanted to bring it up. It is the classic 1941, the Wolfman. Um, yeah, that's the iconic look of the yeah. Wolfman. You yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a really silly movie. That's a lot of fun called Wolf Cop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that, that, that's really i mean it's dumb but it's funny uh, <laughs> wolf cops yeah it's it's not a good movie but it keeps you interested yeah all right apparently there's a sequel that i really oh. want to watch oh boy um <laughs> then i put uh the werewolf of london the warren zevon song the wolf like me tv on the radio is becoming uh just to continue on the theme of bands i whiffed on like, I mean, that song, I've, I've known Wolf Like Me for a long time because mm-hmm. that song was pretty, that's probably one of their more famous, more popular songs. But like, for whatever reason, I didn't give the rest of their catalog a look. Mm. And and that song and uh, Happy Idiot have become like some of my all-time favorite songs. But mm. um, And then Remus Lupin from the Harry Potter universe. Remus. All right. One of the dark art professors okay. really, really helped out Harry. So right. I, thought, I thought about Gary Oldman's character, but I was like, he wasn't really a werewolf. He was more just a dog. Yeah, that's, I had to figure out. There was a lot. Of, there, in fact, I got a couple questions for you when you're done with your list. Okay. Uh, all right. The honorable mentions I have on mine is uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Like you mentioned, the Bark at the Moon video. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you've watched that video recently. Or ever? No. Yeah, I've seen it, but yeah, another one that doesn't hold up. Uh, is it like bad CGI? It's just him covered in like fur, and it's just not. <laughs> yeah, um, Eddie, Eddie Monster. Hmm. Monsters. Yeah. And Good then one. the I put the guy I put Sam Huntington from Being Human. He was the one who played the the werewolf. I like the first season of that show. I just kind of forgot about it. I never watched that show. I'm aware of it, but like I just never. I know um, there was a British version, and then Sci-Fi redid it. So yeah, I watched the American version, but okay. I kind of watched the first season and forgot. And then sticking with DC, I put Laron, Laron, however you want to pronounce it. Is it from? I'm not sure if you're familiar with that one, Nicholas. I am not. He was a Kryptonian werewolf. Mm. Oh, that would battle Supergirl. Okay. Nice. And now it's on to Jeremy. Okay. Well, I just have uh, Sonic the Werehog, which was a kind of a quick thing that happened for one of the games. And uh, don't really know much about it. It appeared in the series as a, obviously a werewolf form. Just kind of looks pretty badass, I guess. I don't know. I don't know much to say about it, but um, and then I'll just say the uh, Spirit Halloween werewolf decorations, <laughs> all of them, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, in in discussing it with the wife, uh, she she put Twilight, the Jacob character, on her list. All right, uh, but then she tried to debate me that he wasn't a werewolf; he was actually a shapeshifter, which then started a whole other debate. Um. So, you know, obviously with like the fact that werewolves are like lycanthropes, the whole idea that, you know, 
because like like lycanthropes when we talk about it in the pop culture world it can be you know if as a human turning into another animal so not just sticking with you know a werewolf but you know where bear where hog where squirrel where what you know whatever animal where would you put like beast from beauty and the beast or would you because in the I, world of twilight <laughs> now i granted i know that none of us have watched maybe you've watched twilight but i know none of us like twilight it's um, awful it's, I, never it's seen I, was, it. oh, I had to watch that yeah once but yeah. <laughs> i mean in my view from everything i know and the couple you know seconds i've you know seen it on tv they're werewolves yeah the book might call them shapeshifters but they're where they're men who turn into wolves uh-huh and mm-hmm. and because and and but the whole the, their argument is well they can do it whenever they want well like we talked about with the history of werewolves like not every culture says it's only from the full moon there are a lot of cultures where you can do it whenever you want so but like back to the thing back where do you put beauty and the beast like the beast would you classify him as as a werewolf or as a, a lycanthrope no because he no. doesn't change he's stuck in that form that's where i stuck with it because he's a just lot of like my, a beast he's cursed because a lot of my research like had beauty and the beast movies listed as werewolf movies and i was like mm. i don't i mm. don't agree because i i mean it was a curse and he turned into a beast but not a wolf but like like you said, like he, you know, it was permanent until the curse was lifted. Right. That's kind of why I said it wasn't that. Mm. Yeah, Makes I was sense. putting him as cursed. I wouldn't put him as a werewolf. Okay, so I was right to leave that whole series off of my uh, research. Then, yeah, that wasn't even one I thought about when I was coming up with my list. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. All right. Yeah. Well. Um, Anybody have anything else to say about uh, werewolves before I give my closing thought? The only other thing is kind of not, it's like an honorable mention, but it's not because it's not an actual character. The uh, the line from Young Frankenstein. Okay. When the wolf howls and they go werewolf, and he goes their wolf, uh, their yeah. castle. <laughs> Just that line. Okay, yeah. Um, I didn't break down like the, because breaking down the history of the werewolf was so much more complicated than i had anticipated i did get into like the first time the werewolf crossed the vampire and blah because i mean it's pretty clear at least in the movie world that like universal like figured out early in the 40s when they were like let's do dracula then do werewolf and then do wolfman and then do frankenstein and then and then they were pretty yeah. like shortly after they did those they're like let's put them all together Let's have a meet Abbott Costello. Let's have a meet Jesse James. Let's, Let's have give him nards. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't put Monster Squad, Jeremy. I know. Is, I should have. Isn't there a werewolf in there? There is. Yeah. I. You know. All right. So. Yeah. I mean, because I got have nards. some thought. <laughs> where, 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 werewolf's got nards. Yeah. Because um, I have some closing thoughts, and, and feel free to stop me as I'm going if I say anything you want more clarification for. Or you want to debate me on? Okay, I, I might say some controversial <laughs> things. Oh boy! Wow! Not, not you. Pro- probably. Well, maybe not controversial. But 
Okay. Hot takes about werewolves. <laughs> werewolves. Werewolves appear to be the oldest of all the monsters. Like vampires and Frankenstein's monsters, they hold one of the top spots of all monsters. But unlike the other two, they don't seem to get the same level of respect. At least when it comes to movies. Maybe they aren't sexy enough. Or maybe we just can't identify them. Or identify <laughs> with them. As for the reasons why, and I say sexy and like the, not like the, it's because they don't sparkle. Yeah, they don't sparkle or whatever. Um, <laughs> as for the reasons why, I can't really, I don't have good answers. It appears as though some of the best movies and usage of the character were they not even part of it or they weren't the main focus. The werewolf is just part of the team or, you know, I mean, we didn't talk about the entire Underworld franchise. Mm. Oh, but yeah. they're not really focused on the series like they are in the, the one rise of the lichens yeah but i mean the main focus has always been kate beckinsale right <laughs> okay where was it <laughs> there have been some very good ones and for sure but not to the same number like the other two have it could be that since we don't have a real origin story or the fact that almost every culture has a version with no real cohesion or origin or cause, it's harder to define. Maybe it's just because you need more makeup for Wolfie over Frankie or Vlad. <laughs> but regardless of the reason, the Wolfman has bit and clawed his way to the top of the list. <laughs> oh, boy. Boom. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, basically what I came down to with the research was like, the Wolfman doesn't get a lot of respect. Like, he's always like an also run or like an afterthought or like the best uses of the Wolfman. Like, there's only a couple of like, or he's like kind of just like the side character, mm -hmm. like, like yeah. Monster Squad or, right. you know, he's like, you know, no, like, you know. Well, fruit brute. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I, was just, yeah. I was just thinking of that. Fruit like you've got, you know, you've got the other three, and then fruit brute. Like we uh, we only put him out every so often. He doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> come out every. He doesn't come out every year. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, I guess what I want to say is the werewolves are the Rodney Dangerfield of. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we should, we got to change that. We got to well, rally for, for the werewolves. I think we have plans on that at some point. Oh, yes. I think Maybe. we do. Yeah, we so, just might. So anyway, um, with that being said, um, stay well, spooky, everyone. 